Hello, and welcome to All Things Travel. 2024 is going to be an exciting time to visit Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Today, we're going to chat about changes and new experiences coming to the domestic parks this year. Listen in with travel advisors and destination experts, Ryan and Julie. Ryan is your travel professor teaching you everything you need to know to have a magical vacation. And I am a Disney-loving Maryland mom of three specializing in family travel. Whether we're discussing incredible destinations, top vacation tips, or sharing personal stories, it's always all things travel. So Walt Disney World at Disneyland are constantly changing, and that's how Walt envisioned the parks. And it's exciting to see those dreams come true. So in 2024, this upcoming year, it's no different. We are seeing changes to the way that you plan your vacation. We're seeing returns to some old ways and some completely new experiences. Julie has actually mapped out for us 24 things that are coming to the domestic Disney parks in 2024. So, Julie, I'm excited to talk about Walt Disney World and Disneyland. I bet it was fun to put this list together, wasn't it? It was fun. This is kind of our bread and butter, Walt Disney World, Disneyland. So this is something we're always on top of, of what's coming and what's new. And I can't wait to share that with everyone. And there is so much because we're going to be doing some of these coming in 2024 episodes. And I think more than any others, Walt Disney World and Disneyland have a lot to look forward to in this coming year. I agree. I want to remind folks, last week, we talked about our trip to Agent Palooza and Walt Disney World. So if you want to go back and take a listen to that, you'll get some great ideas on places to eat and things to do the next time you go to the parks. You want to plan a trip to an amazing destination like Walt Disney World and Disneyland, but you don't know how to get started? As your travel advisors, we will work with you to create a customized itinerary for your trip and take the stress of planning away so you can focus on the fun and creating magical memories. You can reach me at Julie at creatingmagicvacations.com. You can reach me, Ryan, at creatingmagicvacations.com. So let's start with Walt Disney World. This is the park that we're most familiar with. And truthfully, this is where most of my clients travel to and also where I mostly travel to. So I'm I'm most, and I know you are too, Ryan, we're most familiar with the, the changes and the new things yes. coming to Walt Disney World. Some yes. of these things are huge changes and some of these are kind of minor. Yes. One of the biggest ones that affects every single one of our clients is that park pass reservations are no longer required as of January 9th, unless you're an annual pass, hold, pass holder. Good luck going to go figure out those good to go days. Yeah. But for everyone that we plan for that has tickets in their vacation package, no more park pass reservations required, which is it one thing so on our plate. Weird the first time going into a client's My Disney Experience account to make their park reservations and it pops up and says they don't need park reservations. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's past January 9th. All right. It's just one less thing to think about, right? It's one less variable to yeah. maneuver with. We definitely will they- still say, like, you should go to Magic Kingdom this day, but you're oh, not. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That. You're not going to be tied to it. So along with this on January 9th, another thing that changed is park hopping is now all day long. You can park hop whenever you want. You can step into a park, grab a Starbucks coffee and head to another park if that's what you desire. The transportation to and from the other parks starts in the morning around 10 o'clock. So you can easily get over to other places. With annual passes, there are some restrictions as far as with those reservations. But hey, we can hop around, Julie. We can. And just to clarify, 
previously, so before January 9th, the past couple of years, it's been you had to wait until after 2 p.m. Right. to park up, which yep. was kind of annoying. And I know not everyone park hops because it does take some time to get to and from each park. But it is a huge benefit to have that on your ticket and that av- that available to you if you you know want to have a breakfast reservation in, oh, absolutely. in Magic Kingdom and then spend the rest of your day somewhere else. Or I always like to say the benefit of park hopping is if you get to a park and it's really crowded and you want to leave, you know, you couldn't do that before. And that yeah. was really frustrating. So I'm really happy to see the all day park hopping back. Yeah, once you have park hopped and you kind of get that in your blood, like my kids and I are going this it's summer and we'll, we'll park hop every day. Park hop till you drop. Park hop it's till all you drop. back. All right. So also on January 9th, dining plans returned. These top three are like the big heavy hitters of changes yep. for 2024. The dining plan has not been back since Walt Disney World reopens during the pandemic. And they came back with the quick service dining plan and the Disney dining plan. We can add these to your vacation packages now. They're slightly different. And we can tell you the details of what's going to work better for your family. But this is definitely something that clients have been asking me about since the parks reopened. So I am so glad that we can finally add these back into vacation packages again. Absolutely. Tiana's Bayou Adventure is going to open in Walt Disney World in 2024, and they're also working on it at Disneyland as well. And what's that replacing, Ryan? Splash Mountain. It is, sadly. I know. I When I was at Disneyland this last spring, I texted some folks. And I said, you know, it's really cool to be at Disneyland because they have such different rides like Splash Mountain. <laughs> that, that because didn't you go were there over, before it that, closed. Yeah, that didn't go over too well with my friends who yeah. were missing it at Walt Disney World. Yeah, I am excited to see Tiana's Bio Adventure. Oh, absolutely. Because I loved Splash Mountain so much. And I really think my kids are going to love the new ride. I yes. really think so. And, you know, like we talked about in the intro, Walt always envisioned the parks constantly changing. So this is just... You know, it, it couldn't be truer with this change. Totally um, agree. The next, you know, couple ones that we're going to run through for changes at Walt Disney World are a little, little smaller, not as huge as the first four. So we're going to be seeing new characters and scenes added to Star Tours in Disney's Hollywood Studios and also at Disneyland. We don't have date, a date for that. It just says 2024. And they're also going to be updating the music and the, sh- the show portion of the Country Bear Jamboree in Magic Kingdom. Also in 2024... Over at Epcot, the Communicore Plaza and the Communicore Hull will be completed. This will end what has felt like decades of construction walls <laughs> at Epcot. And that'll be the new home for experiences and entertainment during the festivals. This is huge for Epcot. Get those walls down. Get some new exciting things up. It's just going to make that park feel completely refreshed. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see that when we go back in a couple of weeks. So the Little Mermaid show will finally be reimagined over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. If you had been there prior to the pandemic, you would have seen Voyage of the Little Mermaid in the theater. And that show has been running since the 90s. And everyone has been asking, what are they doing with that show? And they have finally told us it's going to be reimagined. Over by the boardwalk area, there's going to be a new restaurant. The Cake Bake Shop is going to open in 2024, and that's going to be a table service restaurant with kind of a French flair. It's going to be kind of elevated desserts, sandwiches, things like this. And this is interesting, Julie, because this is actually based off of a restaurant close-ish to me in the Indianapolis suburb area that just is 
phenomenally popular here. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really popular. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I just want them to open it. It feels yeah, like it's it just needs forever. it needs to be there. Absolutely. So I, I will be looking for that date. All they said was early 2024. So, you know, that could be next week or in two months. Yeah, we'll find out soon. The cabins at Fort Wilderness, they were reimagined and they're actually being added to a Disney Vacation Club property. You can still book those if you're not a Disney Vacation Club member. And it is nice that they've been all updated because those are great for larger families. There's also going to be a new Disney Vacation Club member lounge coming to Walt Disney World. Yep. Which I didn't know. I learned that. I love the lounges. This. Did you know yes. that, Ryan? I did. did I know? didn't know much about it, but I just know. I don't think that they've said yeah. anything about it. Yeah. I don't think they've I just said know where. it's there. They just said the construction was starting in 2024. Yeah. So, so I that guess makes me not we'll hold my breath in any way. I agree. And this one is the one I am really pumped about, <laughs> Gee, of thing. course, because Disney's Polynesian Village Resort expansion will open in 2024. This is the new tower at the Polynesia, which I know is a little controversial with fitting in with the aesthetic, but I trust Disney to do it the right way. But this is going to feature waterfront views. Almost every room is going to have a balcony and there's going to be multiple types of villas, one bedroom villas, two bedroom villas, new restaurants, new pools. I'm really excited about this change. Yeah, great. That Communicore Hall that I talked about earlier, Mickey and Minnie are going to have a new meet and greet at Epcot. It's Tough to Be a Bug is going to be reimagined into a Zootopia theme. It's Tough to Be a Bug is a fun show, but I always told people with small kids, hey, it can be a little scary. And I think that usually played out whenever I watched it. So I don't, have you even seen this with your kids, Julie? No. No. Yeah. And it's one of those shows, if you haven't done it before, where they have like the air rushing at like yeah. your feet or your neck. So it feels like bugs are crawling. And that's, I'm not interested in that. So it's been years. My kids love Bugs Life and that's what it's based on. Yeah. But I still wouldn't take them to the show. So I am really excited to see a Zootopia retheme. This last one, I didn't know this till I saw this on your outline. And I stay I feel over like it fit you well. I stay over at the boardwalk. And this excites me. The blue ribbon corn dogs that are popular at Disneyland are going to be opening on the boardwalk. And let me tell you, Julie, I spent some time by myself at Disneyland and I'm like, okay, is this all <laughs> hype or are they really good? And so I went over there on Main Street and I went to the cart and I got myself a, a corn dog. And let me tell you, it's <laughs> not just hype. They are darn good hype. hot dogs. And so I'm excited about this. This will definitely be I'm a snack or you. a lunch when I'm over at the boardwalk. So, Ryan, out of those, that was a quick 15 items yes. that Woo. were going to be new at Walt Disney World. What sticks out to you the most? What's the biggest one for you? Well, I always like new food and new attractions. So I anything that yeah, has to do it. with that. I mean, obviously, the January 9th changes are Oof. the best because that helps my job in helping people. But. It Anything does. that updates attractions and food options, I'm all for. How about you? I agree with what you said about the January 9th changes for clients. I love that they can now park up everywhere and that they can have their dining plans back because everybody wanted those. Me personally, that Polynesian Village Tower yep. because my family has expanded and we have Alker in the studios. So I'm really looking forward to those one bedroom villas. Well, and that's something you're going to use year after year with the way that you vacation. I will so. use it every year. Yeah, for sure. And also the Polynesian, it's it's such a popular resort. And I'm sure you see this. It sells out so fast. Mm -hmm. I have frequently had clients say, you know, I wanted to go to the, the Polynesian next November. And is it really not available? I'm like, it's really not available. Yeah. It is yeah. sold out. Yeah. So that'll be good. 
Well, hey, we're going to talk about some changes uh, coming to Disneyland. But first, I want to talk about where in the world is all things travel. So, Julie, I went back to the last couple episodes and a U.S. city that came up that I don't think we've talked about. The top city that I hadn't seen on the list um, and talked about on the show was Brooklyn, New York. Oh, cool. So have you been to Brooklyn? No. I have just been been to to New York City. Yeah. So when we were in New York City as a family a couple years ago, I decided that I wanted to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. And so one morning I got on the subway and I went to Brooklyn and I walked back across the Brooklyn Bridge. And it was awesome. Very cool. Yeah. How long did it take you, Ryan? Oh, not long. I mean, it's a normal walk. I I don't know. I mean, to get across the bridge, maybe 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Great. So I went and I looked at Brooklyn, some different things that we could do. And one cool thing, well, there are a lot of cool things because Brooklyn has a lot (laughs) of cool things. But one of the things that really popped up, and this this is kind of my speed here, walk, (laughs) shop, and eat at Industry City. This waterfront complex housed in the former Bush Terminal is home to artist spaces and artisan workshops, as well as local shops and eateries. It also hosts concerts, art events, and parties, and seasonal fun like outside ice skating, roller skating, and Oktoberfest. Doesn't that sound fun? That sounds right up your alley. Do us a favor, Brooklyn. Reach out to either Julie or I on Facebook or via email, because we have a little thank you for being featured on the show today. So let's hop over to Disneyland. I've been to Disneyland. I was there last year. I can't wait to go back. feels like home with Walt Disney World, but there's enough different that is exciting to go back. But Disneyland is really putting a premium on events. So festivals or like special things that are happening at the parks. And the first is Pixar Fest. And this is April 26th to August 4th. You're going to celebrate friendship and beyond with colorful decor, themed entertainment, and more. There's going to be a daytime parade. And it will be at Disney's California Adventure. And there's also going to be a Pixar Nighttime Spectacular. I'm really excited about this. Disneyland does a good job with Pixar, with the variety of things that they have. And this ramps it up a notch. Yeah. And that ties right into the next one that the Paradise Pier Hotel is retheming to the Pixar Place Hotel. It is kind of open right now. But it's officially reopening on January 30th, as in everything will be done. So that, I think, is a really positive change. Yep. And I have folks that are staying there this summer specifically because they want to be in the Pixar Hotel. Oh, very cool. I love that. that. Fantasmic returns to Disneyland on May 24th. And I did not see Fantasmic when we were there last spring. But from what I've heard, this is an upgraded version from what's at, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's got yes, that's what everyone kind of says. a grander scale. I, I did, would definitely put it on my must-do list when I go. And this is right up my alley. Absolutely Run Disney is. finally returned to Disneyland. Run Disney events had not been at Disneyland for years. And that was not necessarily in relation to the pandemic. That was a change that happened prior to the pandemic because of the layout of Disneyland being right in the city of Anaheim, they were having some issues with how to regulate the races. The first race returned this past month on January 11th to the 14th. And then they're also going to have a Halloween race that is brand new, a brand new event, September 5th to the 8th. So this is really exciting because we've talked about Run Disney in the past and those events sell out like crazy. 
So yes. I'm so thrilled that they added two more opportunities. And this also, if you're in the Ren Disney community, this allows you a chance to get that close to close medal, which you hadn't been able to get for the past couple of years. And that's when you run a race in Walt Disney World and a race in Disneyland within the same year. We all like our parades at Disneyland, right? So this month, Magic Happens began, and that's a new daytime parade for us to enjoy. Ryan mentioned that there was a lot of events going on. So they're also going to be featuring the season of the Force, April 16th to May the 9th. This is going to feature Star Wars nights as well as daytime events and themed food and merch all about Star Wars. So if you're a big Star Wars fan, that's a great time to go visit. I haven't seen the movie Elemental. Have you seen it, Julie? Yes, my kids yeah. love it. You should watch it, Ryan. It's okay. really good. I'm sure that it is. And I usually get around to all the Disney movies. I just haven't gotten there yet. It's but really I do... The music is really good. Good, good. Well, I do know that Ember and Wade from Elemental are going to start doing a meet and greets this summer in June, which that's really cool. Yeah, I always love when they bring new characters. They're coming, and then also some of the characters from Turning Red are going to show up in some of the parades. So I just think that's great that they're incorporating the new characters. And the last thing that's coming just to Disneyland is over at Downtown Disney. There's been a confirmed opening for two new restaurants. One of these restaurants will serve Mexican dishes, and the other one will serve Chinese dishes. So Downtown Disney still exists at Disneyland, whereas we have Disney Springs. Yeah. But I'm still happy to see them updating the options there. I love Downtown Disney. Disney Springs is awesome for the scope of everything that's there. Downtown True. Disney feels like a really, like it's it's just much more accessible because it's basically one walkway in between the parks. Is so it a just, little bit more Disney than, because Disney Springs doesn't feel very like Disney. I think it feels more Disney just because there's more Disney stuff there because it's smaller. I mean, it still okay. has a variety of things. Okay. You know me, I'm always in favor of more dining options. So a, a Mexican place and a place with Chinese food sounds great to me. Sure. All that. We only got through 23 things and we said we were going to do 24. This has not been officially okay. announced yet, but there is, this is a, a map. It's just a Julie prediction for number 24. Disney has hinted at it and they have said that this change will come, but they have given us zero specifics about when, how, where, what, like nothing. We fully anticipate Genie Plus to switch over and look more like what the FastPass system was yeah. before the pandemic, where you would log into your My Disney experience at 60 days before your trip and book your first three fast passes. We know that Disney wants to give its guests the ability to pre-book their attractions. But we don't know anything beyond that about when we'll do it, how many you can book, if you'll be able to purchase that Genie Plus in a package with your tickets, or we know nothing. I, I have had so many clients reach out recently and say, can you give me more information on Genie Plus? How does that work for my trip? And I'll say, well, this is how it works as of today. Yeah. I'm anticipating an email in my inbox at any moment yeah. with this new change. You want to plan a trip to an amazing destination, but don't know how to get started. As your travel advisors, we work with you to create a customized itinerary for your vacation and take the stress of planning away so you can focus on the fun and create Disney memories. You can reach me, Ryan, at creatingmagicvacations.com. And you can email me at julie at creatingmagicvacations.com. Join us next week on All Things Travel as we talk about new things coming to Universal Orlando in 2024.